All right. Welcome back, everybody. Season two is still chugging along, and we got another super awesome topic we're excited for. We sure do, everybody. And we even have a guest expert in the subject. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. One of our most consistent listeners. Probably the most consistent listener. Um, Would you mind introducing yourself? What's up, guys? It's Logan. I'm back. Uh, I'm an expert on movies, I guess. Um, and cannot TV wait shows, to get into it. <laughs> and streaming services and everything in between. How to, how is uh, season? Two, how does it feel to be on season two, Logan? Oh, I'm so excited to get back in the lab, back in the, the tub, as, as we say. <laughs> A lot um, of room in here. So yeah. we were we were talking earlier, and and we realized, you know, we're in a golden age of television right now. There are so many streaming. There are. There's a new streaming service every week, it feels like, with, with Paramount Plus and all these new services coming out. And, and sometimes it feels like one might be lost in this jungle of good TV. So we thought we'd take the liberty of uh, making a, a field guide, um, a survival guide, an Audubon um, field guide to stuff to watch on streaming services. Because we feel like people need a way to know what is good to watch. Yeah, we can, we're going to hope that you guys can take this map and navigate through this entire jungle of streaming services figure out the best ones for you your tastes your price points and maybe we'll even get into the topic of once everyone has a streaming service does anyone actually have a streaming service yeah. <laughs> at a certain point all these are going to get stretched too thin because there's new ones every day like andrew said yeah because it's, it's i mean i guess it's, it's going to be no different than just owning dvds was because if Not everything's really. going to be you could just get like everything on a streaming service it's no different than getting everything on a dvd now yeah, so those are the kind of the topics that we'll be jumping in today. And so, Andrew? Well, we're, let's get ready to go on our streaming service safari. Let's dive right in. All right, everybody. It's time to embark on our uh, streaming service safari. So get in the Jeep. Uh, close the door, fasten your seatbelts, and uh, let's get this thing moving. Here we go. Keep your hands and legs to yourself and inside the vehicle at all times. Inside the tub, TJ. And <laughs> as you know, um, from our animal attacks episode, do, nature is wild and should be respected. It's the same with streaming services. Yeah, so we're going to get kicked off with probably the OG streaming service. Uh, started out with shipping DVDs to your house. Gosh, now I remember that. Moved- totally digital <laughs> netflix with the base package being 8.99 a month before we uh, get into netflix can we just talk about how um i just remember when my equivalent of netflix was recording tv shows on dvr oh yeah i was big on that as well i would watch like movies tv shows i watched like that was my streaming service is what i remembered to record that week <laughs> and then i just remember i i i think it was 12 we were like 12 or 13 at the yeah. time middle school early high school when Netflix first came out with their streaming service, and it was just a whole new world. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like when um, we'll get to this TV show later, but when Samuel Tarley um, enters the Grand Library in season seven, and there's just hundreds, <laughs> like thousands and thousands of books. It's just there's no time to read or watch anything. No, and it opened up a whole new universe for us movie lovers. Oh yeah, like I, was like, I could watch anything on them. I didn't have to wait for it to come on to uh, FX. Who had the movies at the time? Yeah, hey, they still have the movies, as we'll get into later. <laughs> Don't have to fast forward to any commercials. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember FX was a great channel. 
AMC. ABC Family. AMC was good too. I, I loved it. Hell on Wheels. That was a great <laughs> show. Um, Walking Dead. That was big. Yeah, Breaking Bad, probably the biggest. But uh, yeah, I just want to say things have changed so quickly. It's a whole new world. Um, but Logan, I think you had uh, some Netflix recommendations you wanted to give out. Yeah, I'll start out with uh, Netflix. Has ne- I know I'm the movie expert, but I've never been a Netflix guy. So mm. I only have a few things. Um, I, I want to mention The Witcher. I, oh, I feel like Witcher. it's been forever since The Witcher season one came out. Yeah, it's been know, over a year. Like it was marketed as like the next Game of Thrones and like it certainly has its problems, but I think it's a fun fantasy action show with uh, what's it, Henry Cavill. Um, yep. Yeah, he's a uh, man of steel fame. But, yeah, Great I don't know when season too. two is coming out, but I'm looking forward to it. I really hope it comes out soon. I know uh, a couple of my friends have played the Witcher 3 video it's game. I play yeah, it right I've, now. I've played that a little bit, and it is quite the ride. And, of course, the song Toss Your Coin to Your Witcher is a classic. Yeah, I feel like you kind of hit on a good point about Netflix. It's almost like a little bit unlikable to me. Like, I watch shows, and I have a lot of recommendations for it, but they're almost like the Yankees of the streaming services. For sure. And they yeah. spend yeah. so much money on original TV that they're basically their own Hollywood at this point. Yeah, just like in Rick and Morty, like anybody could get a, a Netflix <laughs> show. It's an incredibly achievable goal. And I was I was talking to uh, one of our former guest scrubs about the, like the finances of Netflix, about how how much debt they're in. Like they just keep buying more movies and, yeah. and getting more and more into the red and buying more TV shows to pay for other TV shows. Um, it's not a very good model, but they come out with some good TV. And, and one of my favorites, I'd say, um, I recently watched this one over winter break, Queen's Gambit. Oh, yes. I mm-hmm. watched that one. Very enjoyable. So it's it's a, it's a rather self-contained miniseries, and it follows the story of this sort of troubled chess prodigy through her life. And it's set in the 60s during the Cold War, and it's really interesting. Um, what's her name? Anna Taylor-Joy? Anya Taylor-Joy. Taylor Anya Taylor-Joy. She's great in it. Um, yeah. There's a really strong supporting cast, and the plot is just really unique and interesting. Um, I, I would say a lot of these Netflix TV shows are really original, and, and Queen's Gambit is certainly a fun, very interesting, and very thought-provoking watch. Like, I just love the chess and watching her play these games. It's just a really good show if you yeah, haven't what? seen it. And it's a miniseries, so it's not that hard to watch. It's six episodes, I believe. Yeah, what Netflix kind of falls down on is its quantity. It just has so much stuff. You can be scrolling through it for hours, right. never scroll past the same thing twice, and also sometimes just never find something that you want to watch. But they do have a few hit um, original shows and movies that are kind of – help even that out i'd say the killer of a hangout is when you're trying to find something to watch and you spend about 40 minutes just scrolling through netflix (laughs) you can't decide decide. and the longer you look the less it's just so crazy it's like almost like a mathematical formula the longer you look the less likely you are to want to pick something (laughs) yeah because then you're like you have you're weighing more and more options it's like too big of a menu (laughs) like uh what's the place with the huge menu elva carol it's too big it's too big it's not even that good yeah, exactly. <laughs> and none of the things are that good. I would say yeah. a lot of uh, it's kind of Netflix is El Vaquero. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I, like I've got the most written for Netflix out of any of them, but it, it, it there is a certain point where there's just too many categories, and sometimes there's sometimes it's just. I love how you're scrolling through Netflix, and there's just so many weird categories. Yeah, like yeah. I think it was like female crime fighters, and that was like a whole category. <laughs> it was like the fifth one down too. It wasn't like fifteen or sixteen deep. 
Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's based on preferences or something, but. It sounds pretty awesome to me. I mean, looked like it had some good shows. I just thought it's funny. Like, there's just oddly specific categories like that that you come across. Um, but I guess going along, I've <clears throat> I've got the most for Netflix. I'll, obviously, New Girl. Yep. Watch it right now. Hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's one of the best written comedies. Um, yeah, all the characters have <clears throat> pieces that you can relate to. And one of the best parts about it is every character duo combination works in its own way. Yeah, it does. And there's a lot. The whole cast is a lot of chemistry. What? What? Uh, who do you think you're the most like? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I remember that being brought up when I was first watching it freshman year by our good friend Rose. Um, and she had always said Nick Miller and Coach hmm. for me. What would you say for me? Oh, well, you asked me what I thought. So, what do you think um, <laughs> about yourself? I don't know. I think I've got, I think I've got some of Jess because I think I just like kind of a silly, fun nature. Um, But also maybe some of Nick's cynicism too (laughs) and like messiness and just like, oh yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't know, probably Nick and Jess. But um, how about yourself, Logan? Yeah, what about you? I will you say I've not seen New Girl. Oh, so. what the heck is going on? All I know is the the game they play, True American. I guess is a is a fun one. <laughs> it is fun, and but also <laughs> recently Nick Miller did a Zoom call with some people, and he said that it was all a sham. There was never actually any rules. They would just record them. They'd say, "Hey, jump off this couch, yeah. chug this beer, do this," and then they would edit it together to look no, like no it was kidding. a real game. But then people have made up this game, as we have as well, our friends. And we've played it a lot, and we have a great time. Everybody (laughs) has a ton of fun. But then we find out that, oh, it's just a game that everybody has thought that they made their own rules for, (laughs) and it never actually existed. Or a bunch of frauds. (laughs) So I guess we're all false Americans. (laughs) Yeah, the show's great. I'm watching season one right now with uh, my friend Sims. you have another one. Yeah, I got a show. I, I, I noticed recently that Community has moved to Netflix, and that yeah, is that one of my weird. favorite sitcoms. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure it's on its way to Peacock eventually because it's NBC. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> everything's on its way to Peacock. Community's awesome. It's from like the makers of like Avengers Endgame and Rick and Morty. So I don't know. It's just an incredibly creative show. It takes place at a community college, and they kind of cover like every genre of movies and television and like spoof everything, which I happen to enjoy. Um, much of lovable characters as well. I love the one where they're on the boat in the parking lot. <laughs> I, I thought that was hilarious. Also, that's just so weird because I just think that's the quintessential Hulu TV show. Oh, yeah. I know. It was on Hulu forever. That's where I watched it, and now they got rid of it. But it, it was almost so successful that whenever I think of the community, I imagine the green Hulu logo alongside of it. In <laughs> yeah, my exactly. Head. So that's just yeah. good marketing. It's one of my favorite shows to rewatch as well because it's so um... – it just covers so many genres. So I never get bored. Uh, my third and final uh, recommendation for TV. Um, I, I was between, I'm, I'm torn between two. I'm going to have some honorable mentions after this, but I'd say Our Planet. Um, so oh, as you know, yes. we're a pro-conservation podcast. Uh, we've done a number of episodes on animals and the environment. And I think Our Planet is one of the smartest and most beautiful nature documentaries done in a very long time. Um, it's sort of set up like planet earth where it focuses on a specific biome, but the, I've never seen more gorgeous photography and videography of nature. Like there's, there's one episode that focuses on the poles 
and it's just beautiful. There's this island. There's this one shot with this island, and there's hundreds of penguins and elephant seals, and it's just a great show. And I think it highlights the beauty of every habitat so uniquely, and 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 it'll actually show you a lot of different unique animals that you usually don't see on nature shows. So. It's just a beautifully shot nature documentary, probably I think the best out there right now. Ooh, and I think I it's an—I believe it's a Netflix original too. And it took about—I think it took eight years to make or something crazy like that. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> David Attenborough is very committed to every project that he makes, and Netflix does have—I think all of them on there in some capacity. Yeah, he needs to. They need to diversify. Like every project runs through him. Like every nature documentary. <laughs> so he if he's not available, such a good job. He does do a great job, but it's just every single nature documentary is narrated by him. Like, there's nothing like that in any other facet of media. Well, can you like where there's one guy who does all of it? Can you imagine, let's say, like a Morgan Freeman narration or movie, like without Morgan Freeman doing it? He's kind of like to that level of notoriety. Yeah. But Oprah did Planet Earth, and it was pretty good. Oprah did? Yeah, she did. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was good. I know. You when wouldn't Snoop Dogg associate did it, it that. Was yeah, was <laughs> it. Um, but that one's good. There's another show called Crazy Planet, which is more of like a comedic nature show. That's a Netflix original, too. I recommend checking that out. I did have one movie that I wanted to recommend. I noticed on Netflix called The Hunt for the Wilder People, which is a, it's a Taika Waititi movie, if you guys are familiar. He made like Thor Ragnarok. and. Right. Um, one of the quirkiest Jojo filmmakers Rabbit. of our time. So up and coming for sure. But yeah, this movie is just an adventure movie about uh, a dad and his son that run through the wilderness of New Zealand while being chased by local law enforcement. And it's a fun time. <laughs> That's um, That sounds like a great show. I, yeah, I, I know you talk is. about it a lot. I've always wanted to watch it. Yeah. Just going along with movie recommendations. I've got three I'm going to run through really quickly. So. Two Popes is great. It was uh, nominated for Best Picture, I believe, in 2018. Um, it's about the succession of Pope Francis after Pope Benedict. And it's just a very thoughtful documentary. Or not documentary, but a very thoughtful dramatization of historical events. Doesn't that um, one include the the president from the G.I. Joe movies? Yeah, so Jonathan Price. <laughs> Jonathan Price plays um, Pope Francis, the Argentinian awesome. cardinal. Um and Anthony Hopkins is in it. And I think both were nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Sheesh. Um, Best Adapted Screenplay. It's just a really good movie. Um, One of the movies I really enjoyed on Netflix was the Netflix original Extraction oh, with Chris go. Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. Just two was... hours of killing people. <laughs> yeah, but the it stunt was... work is incredible in that oh, movie. Yes. Like, and then, especially in the shots, too, in um, India and the Outback mm-hmm. Australia. Just insane videography there. All that well. tracking shots on the action, oh, the following tra- the characters through the, the city. It's incredible. There's the one guy with the ponytail who just gets hit by a car. <laughs> by Chris <laughs> yeah. just gets up and like cracks his nose back into place. Yeah, that one was great. I also like The King. I, I kind of forgot about it, but it was released a couple years ago. It's Timothy Chalamet. Um, it's an adaptation of a Shakespeare play, and it's really good. Timothy Chalamet is pretty excellent in anything he does, and yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson is kind of this crazy French prince character, and it's just a great watch. Um, and then last TV movie recommendation, uh, Surf's Up, 2004 Surf's Up. Of course, <laughs> Chicken Joe. Um, almost a complete like, Sugar Ray soundtrack, um, <laughs> Chicken Joe from Lake Michigan. It's just a great watch. I don't need to, I don't need to yeah. recommend it to you. You if know you what it is. Watch it. it. It's animated. Seen, yeah, if you haven't seen it in a while, just 
stop whatever you're doing for the day. <laughs> Even put this on pause and go, go, watch, go watch it. Pause it right now. Do pause it. it. Go watch it right now. And then after that, finish the rest of the podcast and then go watch The Dirt. And then watch the all of our other episodes story. a couple oh. times. <laughs> the Dirt is one of my favorite movies on Netflix. The story of Motley Crue. It is a wild ride. Machine Gun Kelly is in it. Oh, yeah. It I, is. I'm a huge fan of The Dirt as well. I watched that with TJ sophomore year. We were so excited for that to come out, and it lived up to the hype. Oh, yeah. Ozzy snorting a line of ants off the poolside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as far as, like, music biopics go, they can get pretty, like, a lot of them feel exactly the same. But this one was just crazy, and it was fun, and they went for it. So hmm. that's what I enjoyed about it. Uh, wrapping up, I would say a few more shows, The Crown. Um, your mom watches that show. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably the only, I'm one of the only 22 year olds I've ever met who's seen the show, but I I love it. I love historical. I'm a sucker for historical documentaries. So that one's great. The English game, um, about the creation of soccer. That one's pretty good. I watched it with my brother during quarantine. What? Yogo Benito. And, um, Avatar, the last airbender. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, and then one last thing before we move on to Hulu, uh, on my do not watch. Do not watch Shrek the Musical, the live recording. It is as bad as you think it could be. It is worse. Trust me. Oh, man. Just don't. How, how can it's, you just it's... ruin Shrek like that? Yeah, you just canceled my plans this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, who thought this would adapt to the stage? Like, it's just so weird. It just looks so weird. Cash grab. Pinocchio yeah. has his own song, and it's all live action. It's just kind of ugly and weird. Yeah, I don't think you can do Shrek the right way, not animated. Now, uh, Dublin Sayoto did it a couple of years ago, and um, of course, <laughs> not and, Dublin Sayoto. It was like four or five years ago, and and every time you walk into the auditorium, the Shrek mask is, yeah. is behind plexiglass, <laughs> and you always have to look at it. Um, so it's just a we do not. That's on. That's officially do not watch um, unless you want to have a meme because it is kind of funny, but it is weird. Um, that's that's probably it for Netflix. Anything else, guys? Um, the first three oceans movies. Oh, uh, if you guys like a good heist, um, those recently got added to Netflix. So <laughs> that's my last thing. Gotta, gotta love a good team assembly <laughs> and heist montage. Maybe a couple double crosses <laughs> and a and switcheroo. A, and a hoodwink. <laughs> yep. Is it time to talk about live sports? Hey, oh, I, it's uh, time. I think it is. Hulu has live sports. Except for the Blue Jackets now, but don't get me started. <laughs> Wait, they don't have the Blue Jackets? They cut Fox Sports Ohio, but that's... All uh, right, officially disavowed. Are you kidding? That, that's all the best sports. Yeah, I know. That's that's the only reason we moved to Hulu, but... Next, you're going to tell me there's no live MLS crew coverage. Um, <laughs> there isn't. What? <laughs> no. <gasps> but MLS champions last year. Let's go crew. Wow, so... And you know what? We're not even disavowing live sports. Hulu's live sports, because they already disavowed us. Yeah, exactly. It's Fox Sports Ohio. That's on them. And do we even need to talk about this? Nah, I'm just kidding. It's still, <laughs> it's still a great service. Hulu um, does have a lot of great. They're better, definitely, in my opinion, for TV shows than movies. Oh yeah, and definitely. They have they have a lot of really good ones. One of my favorites is Vikings. Yeah. Have, oh, that's a good one. All yeah. six seasons on there, and that is a really good show. I'm just about to finish up season six. I need to get back into that one. But yeah, that's very good. I think it is a pretty. If not accurate, but like like accurate mythology wise and historical wise, etc. But very accurate, I believe, in like the kind of like lifestyle hmm. and um, at least parts of the story. Are there are there fantasy elements in this show, or do they try to keep it real? It's mostly real. There's slightly fantasy elements, as in like 
um, magic, like, or... not even really magic, more just like dragons. <laughs> <laughs> None of those kind of fantasy elements. More like um, to like the like the Norse gods, or they have like spirits okay. come back that like people can see. But so not like overtly fantasy. It's more very like realistic. Yeah, depiction. Yeah, I I, I do love his those kind of historical shows. I think sometimes they're hard to watch quickly. Like mm-hmm. Peaky Blinders, I watched the first season. I loved it, but I haven't picked it up since. Hell on Wheels is another one. Yeah. That's a great show on Netflix that no one's ever seen. <laughs> so watch. That's <laughs> a, one more recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> so Hell on Wheels, great. It's about the building of the um, Transcontinental Railroad. But yeah, I've heard I've heard great things about Vikings. I've seen a few episodes. I didn't know that was on Hulu. So that's a good plug. Yeah. Um, you want to? Yeah, I got a TV show. I watched this last year called "What We Do in the Shadows," and oh. it is probably one of my favorite TV shows I've ever seen. Uh, it's hilarious. It's about the vampires. vampires living in Staten Island. Um, it's with created by Taika Waititi and Jemaine Clement, which I'll get back to him later. But yeah, I mean, they're it's just incredibly creative, and like these people are out of touch with you know modern times, and they make it fun. So. You say Janine Clement, Jermaine. Oh, is he? Jermaine. Doesn't he play Tomatoa in Moana, the giant yes, crab? He okay. Yeah, and he stars yes. in a show I'm going to bring up later. But is that based off of the Johnny Depp movie? No, it's based off of the movie called What We Do in the Shadows of the same name, also directed and starred Taika Waititi. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. No, you you must think of Dark Shadows. Dark, yeah, yeah, it sounds like a very similar plot where Johnny <laughs> yeah. Depp wakes up in the '60s as a vampire. Yeah. They probably came out in the same year and they like copied each other. And it happens were, all the time. Yeah, they were like vampires are big this year. Yes, <laughs> remember when vampires were huge in middle school, like the Twilight yeah. era? Well, well they're back. I'm here to stay. Oh, they're back. And then we moved from vampires to zombies for a few years. <laughs> what are you? And got? then we moved to superheroes. Um, I would say. Probably one of my favorite original shows on Hulu, Solar Opposites. So yeah, it's made by the same creators as Rick and Morty. Justin um, yeah. Some people are mixed on their view of this show. Some say it's not as good as Rick and Morty. I actually personally think it's better. Um, I really love the characters. Uh, and I, I think the I think the adventures they get into are less wacky than Rick and Morty, but you care about the characters more in Solar Opposites. So I think it's... I think it makes it better. Like I, that's why I like Parks and Rec better than The Office because I feel like yeah. I like the Parks and Rec characters more versus the situations The Office gets into are funnier. Um, so I think it's a really funny show. Voice acting is great. It's yeah. got a lot of pretty famous names. Um, I'm excited for season two. The, the saga in the wall with the shrunken people oh, is, yeah. is the, probably the best part of the show. And the um, man cave. Yeah, the man cave. That was a good one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember I watched it near the beginning of quarantine when it was just uh three people here at the pig pen out of my 13 roommates so yeah. um i gotta have a nostalgic feeling about it too because of that so it's a good show i'd recommend it um well another show that i love is it's always sunny in philadelphia it's probably my favorite sitcom not really a sitcom as they don't like to think but um i'm sure a lot of people have heard of it it's on hulu it's a hilarious all the characters are terrible people, and that's what makes it great. And they get worse as the show goes along, but they're still very funny. I will so. say, I, I've never consistently watched. Um, I never consistently watched. It's always a sunny in Philadelphia, but every episode I do watch is so funny. Like I remember after uh, TJ Blake and I did the uh, what was the challenge at Casuelas called? The mucho macho burrito. The mucho macho burrito, which is basically this burrito slathered in habanero sauce, and you have to eat the whole burrito oh, and goodness. all the sauce and. I, I have minutes. never been in more pain in my entire life. 
<laughs> like it literally felt like there were tiny spice needles trying to rip my stomach open from the inside. And the worst part is, is we all lost. Like it was yeah. pointless. We yeah. didn't, and we had to. Uh, they make yeah. you finish the whole like sauce at the end too. Like you're just drinking straight habanero juice. Like it just felt like my mouth was melted and like my teeth and tongue was never going to work again. It was awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I love that show. The kind of yeah. schemes they got into are ridiculous. It's it's about five people that own a bar and just hang out with each other, basically. That's the, show, the premise, for those who don't know. Another show that I like on Hulu um, is How I Met Your Mother. That's uh, it's a little bit older classic. Is that not on but, Netflix anymore? Um, no, I don't believe it's on Netflix. It's all of these important update. Move, move around. <laughs> they all move around all the time. But How I yeah, Met Your Parks Mother and Rec too. is uh, on Hulu. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but Prison Break. Oh, of heard a lot about it. Heard a lot. Of, yeah. Watch so the I, first season. I watched that when I was younger, when it was streaming on network television. We'll get into that after the break. But um, I enjoyed <laughs> watching Prison Break, and that's something that I want to start watching again um, when right I've got on. some more time. Hmm. That's uh, I, I do remember watching that show. I watched that early Netflix era. Um, and another Hulu show that I love, Dave. Oh, oh yes. yes. So I yeah. that it's about it's about the life. It's it's a dramatization of the life of the rapper Little Dicky and, and yeah. his personal life, and it's just really funny. It's a very cleverly written show. Um, I think um, Dave Bird, yes. the name of the guy, um, Little Dicky. He's he's a really good actor and a good singer, and it's just a very interesting look at sort of his entrance into the rap and the music world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, just a really funny. It made me laugh. I watched the beginning of this year. Um, and it's always fun to see like what rappers show up every episode because there's always yeah. like some like current Somebody big rappers famous. like Trippy Red, yeah, or Macklemore. <laughs> who uh, Trippy Red went to Licking Heights High School in Columbus. All right on, <laughs> really? Yeah, and he's on Dave. I don't, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, I'm Shut excited up. for the next season of Dave to come out, and especially the way they left the last. Ep- we won't do any spoilers, but the last episode, the way they ended it was. Pretty, pretty cliffhanger-ish. Love that. And I, I kind of like how it begins. It starts out really funny, and then hinges into the serious, yeah. into the thoughtful, into the deepening in what is relationships and what is motivations and all those things. So, I have one show I want to mention quickly is Future Man, which is a Hulu original. It's about <laughs> this guy who beats an unbeatable video game, and then two people are sent back from the future because they need him to like. You know, be like John Connor, stop the uh, robot <laughs> uprising before it happens. And uh, it's awesome. They just travel back in time, like back and forth to the future in the past, like the 60s, the 80s, and, you know, even like 10 years from now. And it's just fun time travel antics. Um, but I will say, do not watch season two or three. Oh, um, <laughs> just first. just season one for the fun time travel antics. I would say uh, wrapping up my recommendations for Hulu, uh, Seinfeld. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Um, Again, it's like surf's up. What more do I need to say? <laughs> Come on, it's funny. Um, yeah, Seinfeld's great. I've been watching it for about three years now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just the perfect thing to watch when you're kind of have a slow day or yeah, getting homework. a haircut. Yeah, getting a haircut. <laughs> I remember you told me about that, playing yeah. that at your barber shop, and I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and, um, touching a little bit on the price points of Hulu, as we mentioned for Netflix, Hulu does have. Um, a cheaper option, but it does include ads. So you can also get no ads for like 12 bucks a month, including the live TV and sports, 65 bucks. But if you want no ads and live TV, 
That's $71. Or just be a student and get it free with your Spotify account. Wait, Which is $5. <laughs> Wait, we didn't even talk about it. Hulu has ads. I just, we totally glossed yeah, over yeah. that. That That's, sucks. But does. so does regular TV like that we've grown up with. So. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, so many I, people now are used to watching like a Netflix show yeah. or or some other show without any ads that Hulu, that is kind of like a bad point for them. It's like, Oh Oh, yeah, it totally is. Especially when no other streaming service does that after you, after you already pay some, yeah, you're paying enough and you got to pay more. Like it's just such a scumbag move. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Hulu's canceled. We've almost canceled Hulu twice (laughs) since talking about it. Um, Good stuff. One last recommendation for me. It's a movie, uh, The Nice Guys. So, of course. Mm, uh, yeah. com- it's a comedy with Russell Crowe and um, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. It's about two private investigators who uh, try to find the culprit of a murder in the 70s. And it's this really fun action comedy romp um, with the 70s as almost his own character. Yeah, it's, a sure. really, it's a really funny movie. It kind of flew under the radar. When it came out in 2014, but I do remember because it was the first R-rated movie I watched. Really? <laughs> because the second one was, or the second one, or the one before that, it's the first R-rated movie I watched legally because oh, I saw nice. I saw Mad Max Fury Road in theaters, but my grandma bought a ticket and walked us in and then walked out of the theater. <laughs> uh, grandma would have loved it. Yeah. I, I remember actually just re-watched The Nice Guys like two weeks ago. And That's it was, good. It was a good fun ride. I love how... Uh, Richard Nixon's in the swimming pool when he <laughs> jumps, yeah. and they're in an elevator with this giant bee. Um, yeah, do you have you yeah, guys have anything else before we go to the break? I would say Palm Springs. I mentioned it last episode, oh, right. original, just yeah. like Groundhog Day, relive the same day over and over again. Darker but iteration with a of fun twist on it. Uh, Andy Samberg from The Lonely Island, one of my favorites. Um, Kristen Milani too from Yeah, How Met Your Mother. So great, great movies. Check it out. And also, Hell or High Water is one of my favorites. It's on Hulu. It nominated for Oscars a couple years ago. It's a, uh, it's kind of a modern western about bank robbers in West Texas. And uh, you know, it's just an awesome frontier justice kind of movie. Um, marshals chasing them all over the state. It's a gritty movie. <laughs> yeah, um, another movie that is just came out in 2020. Um, it's called Run. It's a Hulu original. Hmm. It's got a, it's a good story of a girl who is suffering from Munchausen by proxy. Her mom is basically pretending or making her believe that she is disabled. Oh, I heard in order that. To like not let her like leave the house or anything. So Jeez. it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a thriller. And if you guys are into those kind of movies, that's a really good watch. Dang. Well, that's a, that's a good start to our safari, our survival guide. And uh, we'll get into more streaming services after the break. Hi, welcome to the mid-show break. We're back with another... Po- well, here, we're going to get started off with our segment uh, right away. Columbus, thanks. Hey, Where Parker. Hey, Parker Bullen, you're live with us on the air with our podcast, and we just got a few questions for you. Let's hear it. Um, one of the first questions is, Gulf of Mexico, what are your thoughts? It's like a, it's like a little, little brother to the Atlantic Ocean, and I don't think it gets way too much respect. It's... It's it's just there, and it, maybe it shouldn't be there. Maybe it should. I'm not. I'm not one to judge. All right. Thank you for that thought. And is San Francisco just too far away? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. It needs to straighten out and get closer to here. <laughs> Good point. Thank you. And then also, final thought for you. Um, 
is what do you think of Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison pooping himself in um, 1997 at a McDonald's? Um, <laughs> shit happens, man. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Dutch Berlin. Um, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Mike. Wow, that was a really good start. Um, right. Thank you for your thoughts, Barker, and let's move on. All right, let's hope he picks this one up. Yeah, we'll Come see. On. Hello? Hey, Vinny, you're live on a podcast. Can you answer some questions real quick? Sure. When do you think the Sacramento Kings will win an NBA title? This year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, been betting, I've been making money on them from bets. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. How much money would it take to make Akron the next Vegas? I don't know, like $20. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, tell me about the weather. Um, I don't know. I haven't been outside today yet. That's Thank cool. you so Thanks, much for your time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he was... He's all in on the Kings. I love it. <laughs> all right, last caller. All right, last caller. Here we go. Hi, Ellie. You're live on a podcast. My name is Andrew. Would you like to answer some questions really quickly? Yes, sure. Okay. Um... First off, how long do you think it would take for you to eat a GameCube? Mm, good question. Um, if I was really determined, I could probably do it in a half hour. If animals could talk, which one would be the rudest? Um, a badger. Mm. Do you think we're friends now? Sure, yeah. Do you want to come to my birthday party next December? No, I'll be busy. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for calling. Hey, thank you meet so you. much. Thanks so much, Ellie. Man. <laughs> oh, that man. hurt. You gave wow, her 10 months is... notice. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably just busy then, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, I, I thought we were having a good rapport. We were. She said we were friends, and then just oh, yeah, starts not down. really. <laughs> man, and that's what the people of Columbus think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of them from Columbus. All of them are from <laughs> them, really yeah. in Columbus. All right, well. That was a great mid-show break. Let's get back to us talking about streaming services. Oh, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a good stretch. Um, hope you loosened out because we're getting right back on a safari. And we hope that you checked out Surf's Up. Yeah, we hope you <laughs> we, yeah. we sincerely hope you've watched Surf's Up by the time Every other thing we mentioned. Of anything we recommended, that goes right to the top of the list. Uh, before we start the, the Jeep again and get the Safari going, TJ, I think you had an ad reading, right? I do have an ad reading. This is one of our favorite sponsors and one of our favorite services. <laughs> of course. So we would like to thank Untapped for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Untapped is a social media for beer drinkers. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was actually introduced to Untapped um, by logan so then we reached out to them and said hey you guys want to sponsor us and they said sure thing just put us on <laughs> just put us on your episode your streaming service safari episode yeah untapped is awesome you get to log all the beers you drink and then you can rate them and then all your friends can see what you're drinking and then they can toast you um it's just fun it's definitely third tier social media but in the best way yeah it's probably the best peripheral social media yeah, service so, yeah you can find out about 
new beers that your friends are liking. Maybe you like them. New breweries, new oh, bars, yeah. new, new anything. It's happening on Untapped. It is. Hey, and there's no E in it because it's trendy. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good start to this, uh, this half of the show. Um, I think now we're going to get to the titan of streaming services. My Maybe personal favorite. Logan's personal favorite. I think I... Just a um, front run in entertainment for decades, uh, HBO Max. Oh, yeah. I think some of the biggest TV shows of the last 10, 15 years, last 20 years, oh, yeah. have come through HBO. Sopranos, Game of Thrones. Um, Nathan for you. Nathan for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thanks to the, the big merger. So HBO Max took over like Comedy Central, um, Adult Swim, Warner Brothers, even like Studio Ghibli for anime fans. Really? Um, so it has a bunch of like different properties together. It's which just is awesome. eating up all these little yeah. baby <laughs> services and making one monster. Also, quick quick complaint about HBO Max. It's HBO Max now, and that's my complaint. Yeah, is, yeah. Because they so they switched many. to HBO Go. They switched from HBO Go and told yeah. nobody and told nobody how to switch. Yeah. And it was just like. It was just kind of annoying. And that's like the second time they've done that, I feel yeah, like. There's like HBO Now at one point. Yeah, there's yeah. HBO Now, HBO Go, oh. and now there's HBO Max. Yeah. My understanding is just HBO Max now. So. Yeah, that's all. Get rid of the rest of them. It's all H- so everything's on All right, we're down on HBO Max. Logan, what's your yeah. favorite? You want to kick us off? I will go with a TV show I watched last year called Flight of the Concords. This great, is a- <laughs> great show and great, even better band. Yeah, it's a it's a musical comedy about two chaps from New Zealand trying to make it in New York City as a, I guess, comedic folk band. Um, <laughs> it's just awesome. They're kind of like that's a hard industry to get they, into. They're not to even break in into. They're in Wellington, New Zealand. The show takes place in New York City. Oh yeah, yeah um, and they're just like scrumming it because you know just trying to find gigs like. Um, you know, wherever they can, at the aquarium, at the <laughs> as at the deli or whatever. Does. So it's it's a fun show. I listen to music all the time. Very, it's very similar to Tenacious D. So. Yeah, I remember first learning about Flight of the Concords and listening to them back when I was like a freshman in high school, and that was it. Was just so their music was just so funny. Yeah. And then when I then I saw the TV show and I was like, this is great. Oh, and it stars Jermaine Clement that I mentioned earlier from What We Do in the oh, Shadows. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, that kind Moana of fame. kind of like, yeah. kind of the comedy music genre is is very niche, but I think yeah. people love it. Like I, I wish D, we had more, you know. Jermaine yeah. Clement. I think Weird Al was that for like <laughs> twenty years. Like the, yeah, that was like the OG. Yeah, Lonely Island. Yeah, Lonely Island's kind of in that category. Um, but I have to check that out. Uh, HBO Max for me, one of my favorite shows on the one of my favorite original HBO shows, Barry. Yeah, um, I think it's hilarious. It's John Hader is a hitman, or Bill Hader. Did I say John Hader? Um, Bill Hader is a hitman taking theater classes yep. in L.A. Uh, and he becomes friends with a group of actors, and he's sort of trying to balance his life as a murderer and as an aspiring young actor. And it's yeah. just really funny. It's got a good supporting cast too. Henry Winkler, um, yep. some Fonzie. yeah, from Fonzie. Fonzie um, <laughs> It's just really funny. I, I watched the first season. There's also Chechen mobsters who yes, are in it who are hilarious <laughs> and probably the funniest part of the show. No ho Hank. Um, no ho Hank, yeah. Um, it's just really funny. It's just yeah. very unique. And I think HBO, again, is like kind of like Hulu is stronger for TV shows. And I think Hulu takes pride in having very unique – or not Hulu. HBO Max has, takes pride in having very unique original programming. And spending a lot of money on their shows. Yeah, so. a lot of money. And speaking of a lot of money, 
Game of Thrones. Yep. We have to talk about it. I mean, we had a whole episode about Game of Thrones. So we won't touch on it too much. It's on HBO Max. It's there. (laughs) Watch it. I think, and I think another thing about HBO is it's almost like the Academy Award effect where whatever the Academy Award nominates automatically gets placed into a higher plane, at least critically speaking, regardless Mm. if we like it or not. And sort of the HBO brand is just so powerful. You're almost guaranteed to have at least a good watchable TV show. It's not TV, it's HBO. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's had, I mean, I'm sure it's had a fair share of misses, but it's almost like it's HBO shows are just a new category of elite. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's just very reliable, like kind of like Pixar. I don't know, like Pixar and Disney. We'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the newer ones um, that I haven't had the chance to watch yet, besides like a couple episodes. But Snowpiercer. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie with yeah. Chris Evans. Is that the train? Oh. Is that the yeah. train that never ends, stops in the snow? Yeah, yeah. Okay. because the whole Earth has like frozen. But um, yeah, so that's a show that's on HBO Max, and I'm excited to watch. See how it compares to the movie. Right on. Another show I had is uh, Nathan for You, which is it's so about um, one of or a Canadian that graduated from one of Canada's top business <laughs> schools with, with really good grades, <laughs> and uh, he just goes around and he he reaches out to small businesses and he um he has a bunch of like ridiculous ideas to improve their business and help them out. Like one of my favorites is he um he's trying to help out this gas station so he he does a dollar 75 gas after rebate but in order to get the rebate you have to turn it in in person on top of a mountain and you have to solve a series of riddles <laughs> so it's just a bunch of wacky stuff like that that'll have them do to try to drum up some business for people in need did you uh did you see the one where he he wears the chili suit yes the hockey yeah, game, yeah, he, the hockey game and, yeah, he, he tries to um Sneak in chili to sell at the game. <laughs> the this guy game. won't get his chili business in there. <laughs> um, there's um, I remember there's one where you can hire friends for your funeral. Yeah, and they sing a song. <laughs> Death is so sad. Or he tries to get um smoking allowed in a bar, so he creates a uh, theater production, and he just has people watch people hang out in a bar. <laughs> um, there's one where uh, he puts TVs in the bathroom. He he um. He basically says you can come in this one restaurant. He says you can come in and use the bathroom for free. And then when people come in, there's like a menu and an ad. <laughs> yeah. And then some people like decide to eat there afterwards. It's just a funny yeah. show. Very creative and very uh, laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Another um, set of comedy shows that I enjoy. I first found them on YouTube, but then discovered that they are on um, HBO Max is Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Great yes. job. And that also <laughs> spawned um, its own spinoff show check it out with dr steve brule yep that's um john c riley john c riley and then tim and eric are eric wareheim and tim heidecker tim heidecker is actually in um the new they're the newer jordan peele horror movie us okay Uh, okay but i don't know if you guys noticed that but they those are just like wacky weird shows and they have a lot of just different little fun things um with their like their products their ad readings like it's uh, it's definitely something really weird. But if you're into like that weird <laughs> comedy era, like type esque thing, I actually watched a couple out. episodes recently, and it's um, it is very strange. I will <laughs> say it's very its own thing, and it, I love it for that. Does John C. Riley have weird glasses in that one? He the does. weirdest, yeah. yeah. Okay. And big, they like his hair. head look really big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> 
That's kind of a you guys kind of gave a mixed recommendation, but I mean, sounds <laughs> sounds kind of good. Um, I'd say this is a very reliable show. Maybe not the most interesting, um, but there's actually more shows in HBO Max that I want to watch that I haven't. Um, one that's great, John Adams. You definitely watched it in your yeah, American history class. History. <laughs> um, but it's just a really good it's just a really good historical docu. I yeah. think um, what's his name. Paul Giamatti is great as John Adams. I think the depiction of the American Revolution is very interesting. It gives sort of a human element to the founding fathers and sort of the history that we learn about and know so well. Um, Gives them personality. I don't know. It's just I I, I watched it again kind of recently and was just very much drawn back into it. And maybe it's nostalgic from high school, but I think it's a great. Again, I said I'm a sucker for historical documentary or historical drama, and it's pretty great. One of my favorites from HBO as well is uh, the miniseries Watchmen based off of the, uh, the graphic novel that's, I guess, very critically acclaimed and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people like, I guess it didn't get another season, which is tough, but like it definitely like ended where it should have ended, I think. Um, well, they but- canceled it. No, the writer's like, I, there's nothing left I can do. That's <laughs> but, what I said? <laughs> yeah, but the show's incredible um, as far as like, you know, you, you people probably are sick of superheroes, but this is very grounded in realism. And um, I guess, I guess it has a lot to do with politics, which we stay away from on this um, <laughs> podcast, but you know, it's, um, it's an incredible show. So I'd recommend it. Speaking of superheroes, HBO max also has the original 1975 wonder woman starring <laughs> Linda Carter. Um, and, <laughs> and the new one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the new one and the new, new one. That I- <laughs> Which I do we recommend you can, that? <laughs> well, you can read. I actually you can read my review at thelantern.com. I oh, yeah. reviewed Wonder Woman eighty four, uh, mixed bag for sure. Um, I think Wonder Woman's still one of the best properties that DC has, but it's it's kind of a mess of a movie. Yeah, I uh, it, it definitely dragged, but Wonder Woman as a character is great. Did you um? Sorry, you were saying something about Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, just the the original 1975 Wonder Woman TV show is very uh very like wham bam comic book style rather than like pow. Yeah. Wham! It's kinda, like the, it's kind of like the old Batman yeah. show if you guys have ever seen that. But um yeah, and I guess since we moved into Wonder Woman as like a movie, what are some of you guys' favorite HBO Max movies? Mm. TJ, I thought you would never ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my favorite movie of all time is Mad Max Fury Road. I've seen it many times because um, I love action and I, I live, love. I die. I live again. <laughs> what a lovely day. Um, but yeah, it's just incredible the way the movie took like 15 years to make, and yeah. they like had what's his name, uh, Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron out in the desert for like like six to eight months or something, and they <laughs> all insane. They blew yeah, up tons Tom of Hardy cars. Charlize Theron hate each other. It's just insane. It's crazy. It's it's awesome. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Like the the stunt work and the the visual effects, all that I love. So and they blew. They actually blew up all those cars, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're going sixty miles an hour, and <laughs> all these stunt guys are like jumping from car to car, and they they trained them to do that. It's incredible. Um, one of my favorites, or my favorite, I should say. <laughs> yeah, I rewatched it last year, and it's just as good as I yeah. remember it. Um, I'd say for movies, Gangs in New York again, historical. Um, Daniel, it's got Daniel Day Lewis and Leonardo DiCaprio. It's about crime in New York, uh, right around the Civil War. Um, it's kind of a long movie, but it, it's definitely worth the watch. Um, Dark Knight, 
duh. <laughs> um, Lord of the Rings, duh. Lincoln. Hulu also has Lord of the Rings, by the way. Really? So. People forget that. <laughs> um, but Lincoln, Lincoln's probably one of my favorite movies. Um, it's about the passing of the 13th Amendment. Another Daniel Day-Lewis um, yeah. picture. It's really funny, too. My housemates and I quote the scenes from the Congress all the time where they're <laughs> screaming at each other. You are more reptile than man, George. Um, oh, Jojo Rabbit's on there, too. That's a yeah, great one. Yeah, I watched that one recently. But it's awesome. A lot of fun. Taiko Titi as imaginary Hitler is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, Jojo, my old friend. <laughs> I realized, and I also realized I just ran through like five movies. So. Yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> but um, Logan, I know you got some more. One that came out last year, King of Staten Island, is on HBO I Max for free. Pete um, Davidson, it's loosely based off of his upbringing. Um, yeah, it's just an awesome, you know, I, I guess it's like a drama slash comedy about like Pete Davidson. He doesn't know what to do with his life. And, um, you know, he gets guidance from uh, Bill Burr and it's like a fireman, <laughs> right? <Marissa laughs> um, yeah, it's just, a, it's a cool movie. Um, Definitely check it out. Yeah. couple – two of my favorite movies that I saw in theaters um, were Ready Player One and yes. Ford versus Ferrari. Those oh. are both also on oh, HBO right. Max. Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari was especially good. Um, just like Matt Damon and Christian Bale yeah. kind of telling the story of how they brought the Ford company to win the Le Mans in – I think it was 1966. Yeah. yeah I don't know France. if we won it since though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah but, like, um, but they the won way. it like three years in a row I think and then – But something about that since. movie I loved is it makes science and engineering cool and relatable. So yeah, that, that's, that's what's awesome about usually that. we hate Logan because he's an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. <laughs> But no, also if you're a cars guy, you gotta love that movie. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. If you uh if you're not a dinosaur kid, but a, yeah, like a cars, a trucks car, kids, cars, you're gonna love kid. that. But yeah, Ready Player One. We we all saw that one together and it's a blast. It's just a, a cluster of every old property you loved growing up. It's oh definitely yeah. hinges on the nostalgia, but it's a lot of fun. Also, a uh, shout out to our friend Sarthik. He did a original painting for Gateway Art Gallery for the premiere of that yeah. movie. That's yes, awesome. It was amazing. Great painter. Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll pin him down to come on to one of our episodes. I don't know. Sarth, if you're out there, <laughs> one of the one of the most brilliant minds and one of the most brilliant artists I've ever met. So, for sure. But that that was yeah. I remember that came out freshman year. That was a fun man. Just rib gateway. Oh my gosh, I miss <laughs> yeah. it. So I haven't much. been there since January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But of last bad. year, I of should say. <laughs> I feel bad for the people who did Groundhog's Day Marathon and got all those free tickets for this year. They yeah, good good thing we didn't do something. that last yeah. year. <laughs> um, but and then A Star is Born. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. On HBO Max. Great movie. Pretty <laughs> sad. I remember. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I uh, I think, it was it you and I were going to see it? And yeah. then we, wanted, we invited our friends, Joel and Vinny. And for Vinny specifically, we convinced him the movie was about space. <laughs> yeah, so he came to watch it. So he came to watch it. And we were the only guys in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't regret it at all. It was a great movie. Yeah, it was movie. an awesome movie. But... It's one of the smaller theaters in Gateway, too. So those are always recliners. more intimate. Yeah, those are always more intimate. But that was, yeah, that was a funny time. Another movie I have is uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, I had oh, that one, too. Yeah, I revisited yeah. it lately, and it's just incredible. Um Javier Bardem as Anton Chigurh, one of the greatest movie villains of this haunting. generation. Yeah, haunting. Um, he can, literally cannot be stopped. Um, but yeah, a cool modern Western, just like Hell or High Water I mentioned earlier. Um, it's it's also like, I've heard countless times of like filmmakers, like that's their favorite movie, like Guillermo del Toro and um, 
I forget who else, Bill Hader and other people, they all say like they study this movie of how this made and the tension and all that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. Any other ones? Uh, well, since we mentioned Lord of the Rings um, being on here and also Hulu, one thing that Hulu does not have is uh, The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. Oh, that's um, the best just, one of the three. Yeah. yeah. I could ask all of them. If, I would assume if they've yeah. got all Lord of the Rings and one of the Hobbits, they have to have <laughs> the others. What do you, what's your guys' take on the Hobbit movies? Because I know they're kind of uh, mixed. Lovable but bloated. Yes, for yeah, sure. Definitely. <laughs> they definitely stretched them out, hey, but it is fun. <laughs> the CGI, like goblins and orcs, are just not as endearing or like no, as no, like the actual yeah. makeup actors from the Lord of the Rings movies. Also, but, the camera's just too good. It's like the it was like the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, like the end of the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, that camera was wild. It was just too real. Like I, the, yeah. it was just felt. It just made it feel more fake rather than. Mm-hmm. Make improving the f- watching experience, right. and like you said, like it's just CGI monster after CGI monster to the point of doesn't feel like there's any real way to what's going on. Versus the orcs in Lord of the Rings are just so real and grimy. Yeah, it had CGI, but I think it did a way better job of mixing practical and also to make the originals. It like they they all hung out in New Zealand for three years yeah. or like four <laughs> years, and they just don't do that anymore. Uh, I don't know about the case for the Hobbit, but yeah, there's um. I don't know if you can look it up on YouTube, but you can see uh, um, Elijah 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 Wood's last day of filming, and it's pretty emotional. Um, Do not – all right, for my do not watch for HBO Max, Westworld past season one. (laughs) (laughs) They they try to convince you to root for the – they try to make the murderous human-killing robots sympathetic, and I just don't buy it at all (laughs) because I'm a human being. (laughs) Like, oh, they were mean to the robots. I know know they did mess up stuff, but – it's just really violent, and these violent um, delights have violent ends. That's their favorite line. They say yeah. that every episode. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like dark and not as fun. I, I remember um, we had Game of Thrones Thursdays on freshman year. Freshman year. We, yes. we mentioned this a few times on Thursday nights, and then we tried to do Westworld Wednesdays afterwards, and yeah. it, it just Peter it, it just died so quickly. Yeah, so um, I just forgot about that, but. Yeah, don't really watch it past season one. I mean, season two has some. It has its moments. It has its moments, but I'd they say go it's to a not samurai worth world, it. which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. There's like a, it, there's a, they show like an India, yeah, British colonization world with tigers, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, it's don't watch. I think that's probably a good um, stopping point. Let's move on to some of maybe the little brothers. Of the streaming oh, those, world, of those big yeah. three uh, Amazon Prime, kind of the one yeah. that people just the kind of the afterthought of the streaming services of like if you can't yeah. find anything, you're usually like oh I can look on Prime. Yeah, but there you even like I don't feel like most people have like an Amazon Prime like subscription like unless they're like ordering a ton of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. not and, like, for, no, and even like, I got even it. then the movies on there a lot of them you have to still like rent or buy or pay extra. Yeah, for. yeah, but it does does allow you that option to like if you do. If you are interested in renting, you can do that there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's on its way up, though, as far as originals go. It's going to take some time. Yeah, there's only one show that all three of us have really watched on Amazon Prime, and that is Logan. It's it's The Boys. The Boys. (laughs) Yeah, The Boys is incredible. It's a a superhero show about... um, It's kind of like if Disney owned the Avengers and they were real people, and they were employees of Disney. Um, So they're owned by a corporation, and they're all just terrible people, but they put on a show for, you know, the regular the citizens. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of um, it's kind of comments on social media and celebrity and this yeah. like concept of celebrity 
and it's incredibly violent too. So uh, violent! Yeah. Oh my god! Very gosh. bloody. Uh, I don't. I could. Every time I'm in the middle of the season, I'm like, can I yeah. keep watching this? <laughs> this is just so dark and violent. And um, Homelander as well. He's he's like the Superman kind of oh, guy. Yeah, he's, he's one of the like best villains out there in television. I think despicable. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely in recent memory. He's like. He's like a Joffrey with superpowers. Like, yeah. just, like he's, he's indestructible. <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah. And season two, which is opposite in every season two was definitely better than season one in my opinion. But just, yeah, it's even darker and more violent. Also, um, Carl Urban as Billy Butcher is incredible. Yeah, just with all his the time. New Zealand so. accent, and <laughs> he's just a cool dude. Um, I don't really have any like Amazon Prime original TV shows. I don't really like. I was kind of looking this morning. I didn't really see a lot of TV. A uh, movie I can recommend, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. You've yep. seen it before. <laughs> it kind of just, I feel like it bounces around between yeah. streaming services, but just to let you know, it's on Amazon Instant Prime classic. right now. So, mm-hmm. such, quotable, such a quotable movie. Also, just not violent, but so <laughs> raunchy, raunchy. The raunchiest movie that, <laughs> I, and I know so many stories of people watching that movie with the wrong person, like their mom <laughs> or their grandma. Yeah. And they're like, oh. <laughs> Um, a, a couple movies that we mentioned on our last episode together was Dazed and Confused and Zodiac, which if you want to hear more thoughts about that, check out our previous episode. <laughs> yeah. um, but those are both on Amazon Prime, and uh, they're some of our favorites. I watched Zodiac yesterday, and I loved it. Um, yeah, they're, um, I would say Borat 2, but even that's kind of a mixed recommendation. Mixed so I, I reviewed that for The Lantern as well, just plug. Another plug. Um, <laughs> we got a we got a famous movie reviewer in the house. Uh, it's just it's it's got more of a political bent. It has its laughs, but overall, it's just less funny, and it, it feels like yeah. it's trying to more prove a point than last time around. Um, so, I'd say worth the watch if you like the first one, but don't think you're going to be overly impressed. Yeah, for sure. Truman Show, that's another one that's on there. I think yeah. Truman Show, it gets better upon every rewatch because you <laughs> notice so many little things about how his world is fake and like how, like, you know, this, the background actors and what's going on, how everything's, you know, not the way it seems. So it's cool upon rewatch, I think. Kind mm-hmm. of ex- like very, for as mainstream of a movie as it is, it has very deep existential themes. For sure. That are yeah. kind of not really explored elsewhere. Truman Show is also on Hulu as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure to check it out. It's just kind of funny because when we started the safari, it's like we're in the jungle seeing the big animals like the elephants and the t- and the lions and all the scary stuff. And now we're kind of in the cute part where there's like a yeah. the little gazelle, like these little <laughs> streaming services, like, oh, yeah. look, a little Thompson's gazelle or warthog. <laughs> another one that uh, we – another streaming service that we use at, I guess, my house here on campus, uh, YouTube TV where you get access to a lot of network television, but also they have a lot of like movie properties on there. Or if a movie is playing on FX where they have the movies, yep. um, you can, you can always <laughs> hit record and like watch it later. And yeah. That's weird. Cause it's like, it is like TV where it'll yeah. like, stream yeah. live things. It's yeah. also probably the best. I think it's the best streaming service for watching sports. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah you had watch- YouTube TV also <laughs> cut Fox sports Ohio. I, I should mention <laughs> Um, but no, sorry. yeah, Fox Sports yeah. Ohio is actually starting their own streaming service. That is <laughs> yeah, I, I would subscribe. <laughs> It'll kind of be like uh, Big Noon kick Fox Big Noon yeah. kickoff versus College Game Day. Um, yeah, but you were saying about YouTube TV. Yeah, that's a, pretty much all I was gonna say. Is like we use that, and it's nice. Um, you can watch obviously sports on there and all those other like different things. If you just want to pay for like one thing where you can get a lot of stuff 
Um, it is kind of spendy, but it's, yeah. it is just like it's right. It's got live TV. TV. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one that I think would be we would be reminisce if we or would be remiss if we did not mention is Disney Plus, oh, the, new, sure. the newest biggest hitter. Um, every single Disney property is on there. Yeah, and it just keeps growing. Yeah, Star Wars, Marvel, Nat Geo, Pixar, Ooh, everything. So like a lot of stuff you've already seen before, but always good to revisit. Yeah, they got WandaVision. I haven't seen. I'm not up to date. Great, yeah. great. I, I I personally like with WandaVision and the Mandalorian. I love the uh, the weekly releases. I love looking yeah, forward to something nice. by Friday, so you can like actually pay attention to the episode throughout the week. Maybe watch it twice, which I enjoy. Um, also, the, the, the conversation online um, is interesting. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. It's better that way when there's like a weekly release rather than just like binge everything at once. Yeah. So Because then the show just like fades into nothingness quicker. Yeah. So. I think also, yeah, I don't really have any recommendations between WandaVision and Mandalorian because everything else yeah. you've probably already seen before. There's a You can watch the Hercules TV show, which is pretty <laughs> interesting. I watched an episode of that. Yeah. Um, Kind of, for, I I remember watching a few episodes when I was younger, but you gotta know everything that's on Disney Plus already. Don't will, watch Mulan. I don't. I didn't really. I'll mention Star Wars: The Clone Wars as a massive Star Wars fan. Um, one of my favorite animated shows. The finale of that's like as good as any Star Wars property gets. So I'd recommend that one as well. Oh, Pixar shorts. That's something you can't really watch other places too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I kind of glanced at your notes and saw yeah, that. No, I was like, I'm oh, I'll mention that for him. Yeah, Andrew and I watched a couple of these the other day. One's called Lava, which is like a it's kind of like an animated music video about the formation of a volcano. Come true. So yeah, it's sad for most of it too, but it's got a good ending. It's uh it's very entertaining. And um also Monsters University, my favorite Pixar movie. It's fun because it's like it's a college movie, but intended for kids. So it's, yeah. it's kind of an interesting dynamic. And they got um, like red cups, but like, yeah, you don't yeah, know, you don't know what's in there. Uh, Old attempt on behalf of Pixar to make a... And there's like a Pixar short about it called Party Central, where they like set up door stations and steal a, a party from another um, frat house, um, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> One of my favorite shorts. Which, although I will say Disney, um, Disney copied itself because the first kid-friendly college movie was... Um, the goofy movie too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, who could forget? I mean, that's probably also on Disney plus when a uh, goofy as an adult uh, pledges a fraternity, <laughs> like old school style. Yeah. Um, also bound bounding. Do you remember that one about the jackal? Like the, Oh yes. The, uh, a... the lamb that gets shaved and the jackalope gives him life advice and teaches like him to bounce short, around. Like uh, that was a Pixar short. Yeah. That was like came For... out with the Incredibles. I think. Yeah. It was the Incredibles one. or cars or something. It's that era. Um, I guess you, you wanted to talk about Apple TV, yeah, right? Apple TV. <laughs> exactly. If you own an iPhone, you probably have Apple TV. I mean, I don't know anything else except for Ted Lasso. It's just a it's a show about a, a successful American college football coach who gets a job coaching in the Premier League. And um, <laughs> it's just a fun, like, clash of cultures and how he manages that. Um, and, like, you know, they take place in, like, real Premier League um, stadiums and teams. So it's a, it's a lot of fun, a lot of heart. Got nothing to say about yeah. Peacock or Paramount, but I feel like Paramount everything Plus is going to be. Co- <laughs> I feel like everything's going to be on there in a few weeks. See, Tony Crackle. Yeah, would <laughs> be remiss to not at least yeah. verbally mention them. I have no idea what's yeah. on there. Pluto there. TV, it's free. I think <laughs> if you want to subscribe to Roku. only network television, you get CBS All Access. <laughs> oh my god, Young Who Sheldon, watches, here we go. <laughs> who watches network television anymore? It's the same. How many like? 
how they not run out of ideas for procedural cop dramas? Yeah, like how many they run out of cases? They have, yeah. they have run out of ideas. They just keep repeating. Yeah, they just recycle. <laughs> Dang. Well, that's a good conversation. Um, so now, next time you're watching Netflix with a friend or Hulu, you'll know right what to go yeah. to. There's no no more no more um, flipping endlessly through titles. Now we hope we've equipped you to go on your own safari through yeah, the wide, crazy, yeah, wild world. Um, taking notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all we got, guys. Um, thanks for listening to another episode. Again, we're gonna come up. We're gonna be releasing episodes every week on Thursday. Um, yeah. yeah, and thank you to our special guest and yeah. expert Logan Everhart. Thanks for having the podcast. Me. Be sure to download Untapped. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good night, guys. <laughs>